and welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Matt. Uh, before I go any further, Matt, once again, I'm deeply sorry for breaking your driveway light. Yep, Do you so, accept my apology? Yeah, I guess so. So, for the listeners, um, just planted some new little solar panel lights in the, the front of the house uh, about 20 minutes ago. Joe pulls up and runs straight over one. We've had them in the box for about two, three months, kind of waiting to find the right kind of nice weather and stuff. So, for the right time. yeah, and it's yeah. So, cheers, Joe. Um, so, especially after last night's final, you know, I'm in great mood. So, bring on today, new <laughs> day. So again, apologies for that. I just wanted to get that on record. Um, but you, you look good today. So that's the main thing. Cheers. Your hair looks nice. It's a bit of a mess. Had a bit of a shave, but yeah, all good. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so we. <laughs> We've got a another guest on the show today, a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm not going to give him a big intro, I'll let him do that himself. Uh, his name, well, James. James, can you give us a little intro about yourself? What you're up to these days, work-wise, personal-wise, life-wise? Oh, that's a big sweeping statement, isn't it? Uh, so yes, boys, appreciate you getting uh, me on the podcast, reaching out. Uh, I'd like to be there to be fair. So for those who don't know me uh, or who I am, uh, which I can imagine is probably a lot of the, uh, the listener base at the moment. My name is James Newell. Uh, I'm 24. Uh, in my day-to-day basis, I specialize in digital marketing. Um, but outside of that, I also run my own graphic design studio, uh, which is aptly named Newell Studio. I am from the sunny side of Berkshire, currently living in and around the Reading area. That's probably about a sweeping statement you're going to get for now, but I'm sure we can uh, delve a little bit at some point that was a pretty extensive uh, resume so you say your job was a uh, digital marketing correct so i am a digital marketing executive uh, i work for a sort of like a smart infrastructure and software reseller um, and my role is purely digital um, and basically what that means is i focus on how we can enhance our digital presence and sort of brand awareness uh, and that's done through sort of social platforms our website digital advertising um you know, I've, I've always had a passion of being creative, and I think being in marketing is uh, the best way that I can show that. I've been in uh, the IT, IT reseller sort of world for around seven years, so I'd like to say I know what I'm doing somewhat, but, you know, there, there's always things that you can be learning, right? So, Have you seen the industry change over the last seven years since you've been working in it? Oh, massively, mate. Even the past 20, you know, 12, 12 months, I'd say, uh, with obviously COVID and the situation that we find ourselves in, uh, a lot of people are rapidly changing. You know, we've had to move our whole workforce remotely, you know, all, you know, 200, 300 people remote, um, you know, as, as I'm sure you guys have been as well, being personal trainers, you've had to do everything remote, which I can imagine has its benefits and has its challenges. But no, it's um, seen a lot of change, you know, a lot for the better as well. Um, so... Yes, it's, it's been good. I've uh, enjoyed my six to seven years so far in marketing and um, hoping that continues, really. And who would you say your typical clientele are for your your day-to-day job? So if I was to describe us, we're basically an IT reseller. Um, so, we, so we work with B2B, so business-to-business marketing. Um, so we work with businesses of all shapes and sizes, um, focusing on software, automation, um, and everyone in between, really. So, yeah. So no one that exciting then? Uh, no, to, to an extent. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. lead on with that because you said that you've got a, is it a side business you've got going on? Neural Correct. Studio? Yeah, that's the one. Is that working with the same type of people as your current job or is that with a different market? Completely group? different remit, mate, to be honest. So I basically set that up, you know, whilst we were in lockdown. I was, I was pretty bored, to be honest. And, you know, I've 
like I said, I've got I've always had a passion for being creative, right? So um, I wanted to do something with my spare time instead of playing, you know, Xbox, you know, after work and doing things like that. So I thought I'd challenge myself, try something new, um, and I basically, uh, for what I do, is I do uh, artwork, graphics, videos, um, and all sorts, basically, mainly for the music industry. Um, but not only, you know, pigeonholing myself into that area. So I work with businesses of all you know, shapes and sizes. I've worked with you on um, a couple of little bits as well, Joe. So, yeah, not limiting myself to just the music industry, but it's probably where I thrive in the most. Did you, I know you said you kind of did it because you wanted to be creative and you didn't be bored, mm. but was there any other kind of thing? Was it just because you enjoy it or was it something different from what you normally do? How... I guess because I've been in digital for so long. So my role, as in like what I do, my nine to five basis, um, like I said, I work for a software reseller. Um, I just have a massive passion for trying to do something a little bit outside of the box, right? So now that for me, in t- terms of design, uh, that come, that's where that comes from. So for me, what I do is I'll sit down and I'll plan basically what I want to do that day. Um, but just to give you guys a bit of a background, that's... Yeah, it's sort of stemmed from that and being bored, to be honest. So that's, that's what I've always had a passion for being creative and design. So, yeah. so I know you said you in, you enjoy doing it. How have you found managing two jobs recently? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's two jobs. I'd probably say that you know it's, it's just something on the side of the minute. But I, I found success with it. It's something I'm really enjoying and really you know, pushing for at the moment. It's um, a really good hobby to have at the meantime because after work, like I said, I just want to keep pushing myself to do something a little bit different. You know, keep pushing myself to do better um, and try new things. Really, so um, I found success in it. I'm working with a lot of artists at the moment. Um, quite a lot of house DJs, bass DJs, garage DJs and bassline DJs. So um, I work with people like DJ Q, who's pretty big in the um, in, in the bassline world, Flavor D, uh, Champion, uh, just to name a few. But yeah, so just a couple of names there for you. How do you, sorry, how, so obviously me and Joe kind of had experience of working for kind of a gym and then going self-employed being a PT. How have you found kind of being your own boss with that kind of, that side? Because where you're probably used to more having people above you now you're suddenly just issue it's been good to be fair it's just given me a bit of freedom um and it gives me more exposure to see how businesses are essentially run you know so the company that i work for at the moment is two 200 plus people so you get to talk to so many different people whereas it's just me right so where, where i'm doing the majority of you know everything that i do from the artwork to reaching out to people and grow my brand through messaging people through social media and things like that so it's, it's great to have control of all aspects of that um and basically that means that i'm accountable for everything so if something's not going right then i know exactly what what's, what's gone wrong um and how i can control that and and sort of go from there so yeah it's, it's, it's been good to be your own boss and it's um you know you really sort of find out how self-driven you are when you have your own business really I think from speaking to you, I know you're pretty self-driven in what you do. I know you said a lot of your work is based around music or the music industry. Would you say COVID had a negative impact or a positive impact on your work within the music industry? Positive, 100%. So I think with COVID, one of the things it's given me is, is an opportunity to speak to people. So whereas your traditional DJ um, or your artist or your music producer or whoever in the music industry is always out, right? They're always touring. They've always got something on at the time. And, you know, before then, I, I'd never thought that I wanted to move into music. 
um, it's something where I see myself going to in, in, you know, in the future. But it's just given me the opportunity to actually speak to people um, and realise that, you know, the bigger G- DJs are just like you and I, right? So they all work the same way. I mean, although they're in a different profession, they all work the same way. They're all, you know, super friendly. They're not obnoxious or anything. So it's been nice to be able to have that opportunity to really speak to people, learn what they're like, um, and, you know, just work with some pretty cool people. So, And with... Like restrictions easing a little bit more obviously festivals looking like they're more yeah. likely to go ahead i know a couple have been cancelled but most seem to be going ahead do you think your workload will pick up over the next few weeks months and hopefully grow from there um at the moment it's growing i'm not gonna lie like it, it is growing um purely because people are just getting prepped for festival season um i mean not even in the uk um i'm working with some guys out in um, la at the moment and they're they're really pushing hard for some uh you know, some, some real bookings globally and not just basically where they're based now. Um, so it's sort of accelerated how much they need, you know, do they need posters? Do they need artwork? Do they need, you know, um, artwork for their for their mixes going to be coming up? Do they need um, sort of visualizers for the back of the, the festivals? And um, yeah, different things like that. So it's definitely accelerated recently. Uh, when festival season does hit, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed, I'm not going to lie, because being a music fan, I love festivals. Big part of life, fan, uh, as you know, joking together. So, yeah, it's um, looking forward to seeing where things go, basically. Okay, so, sorry, have you got any like? Can you say favorite DJs you work with at the moment? Are you allowed to say any favorite DJs? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say favorite. Is that like DJs, picking a favorite like, child? <laughs> in a sense, but you know, it's like me asking you who's your favorite client, and of course, you're going to say me. So, you know. We, we can you talk about that in a moment. We can talk about that in a bit. Um, but no, I, I love working with, you know, different people at different stages of their music career. So there's a label that I'm working with um, who have only just set up and they're starting up from the ground up. They've only just signed a couple of DJs. Uh, an artist looking to grow their base, um, you know, they're looking to grow their, their following base and, and, how, and how they can penetrate different markets and sort of go after different brands and things. So... It's really interesting to see, but if I was to say, you know, I do love working with, you know, bigger, you know, people, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I do work with uh, quite a few TQD guys, so Flavor D, um, DJQ and things like that, which are cool. Um, it's funny how much, how diff- different people are, though, in a sense. So for the fact that I'll speak to DJQ, the conversation's great, um, but, but he doesn't have any time. He's always busy, and I get it, right? So each week he does like a kiss set every Wednesday night. Uh, so he's got to pre-record that. Uh, he also, you know, he's such a busy guy, uh, and you know, it's just, just just finding time for people. But obviously, for the for, for the smaller, more niche artists, they've got a lot more time for you. So yeah, been enjoying it so far, I must say. And I guess for you as well, the incentive to work with these smaller groups is if they become bigger, then you're yeah. a big part of their team from the early stages and then they'll they'll kind of carry you through their growth and hopefully grow your business to the next level is the long-term plan for you to do this as a full-time role i'd love to i would i would love to grow it to a point where i can do it you know as a full-time basis i think being your own boss is great you have control like i said over literally everything that you do uh that's down to the financials to, to how many hours you want to work and you're not confined to a you know um the norm of like a standard nine to five, for example. So, no, really enjoying it. Uh, I'm hoping I can grow it. It's just a case of when the time's right to to grow it, basically. Okay. How have you obviously been your own boss? Kind of 
asked how it was earlier, but do you find, <clears throat> now that you kind of compare working in a team and now on your own, do you find it's more stressful? Do you kind of think when things go wrong, it's you get more annoyed about it? or? I guess um, I like to think of myself as a perfectionist, right? So if I do something wrong, I really beat myself up for it, you know, if, if, if that's in any work I do, right? So in my 9-5 job or, or doing design, I will beat myself up massively for it. Uh, and, you know, I do like to think of of myself as a bit of a perfectionist it gives me like i said accountability uh, which i love you know I, if something's not right i know what's going wrong um, and how i can fix it um you know trying to push for that long-term growth is is, is where i want to be uh and obviously you know rome wasn't built in the day uh, in the day is, is the old saying but you know just just keep keep pushing on with it to be honest how do you so i know me and joe where we're pts Nine to five is not an option. It's we're yeah. either doing late ones early. It's all over this place where people can do. How mm. do you find going from a nine to five doing your own thing suddenly? Do you, do you like the more kind of bit more freedom? Are you enjoying that kind of you get stuff done, you can kind of take your own time or you can do it when you want? It's weird, isn't it? Because like I've been in, like I said, you know, an, uh, being in the IT industry for so long. So, you know, it's not always your nine to five, right? So you're always working outside of those hours. Um, people can clock in, clock out um, at that time, but more often than not, you do it a lot more than that. And I always find that I do better. Uh, I like to think of myself as like a night out. Um, I do my best work at night. Um, I, I don't know how you boys get up at like five, six in the morning, get up, go to Costa. And that's on a get, good day. And that's on a good day, yeah. right? So uh, I mean, Sleep wise as well, like I'm a big person on sleep. I know Joe, you, you've been not getting any hours as, as you speak to me much recently, but um, yeah, I love my sleep. But you know, I always think I've got this thing in my mind which is like uh, revenge, bedtime procrastination. Like, I don't want the day to end. So, for example, I'll stay up for as long as physically possible, I'll get up at eight, right, or half seven, eight, I'll then go to bed about one or two, I'll then be facing the consequence the next day of being tired, but it. I just don't like the day ending. I want to maximise and you know, do as much as I can do in in, in in that set time. So, do you call it revenge bedtime procrastination? Correct. Yeah. Is that the, te- the is that the technical term I mean, for it, or have you made that up? <laughs> I've I've looked at it online, and that's what they class it as. I don't think it's an actual theory, um, but I have seen a few articles on it and talking about a bit. You know, obviously the pros and cons. More cons than there like are said, pros. But, I don't think there's any yeah. pros to that. I only ask because I'm probably the the exact same to you. I just get up maybe a few hours earlier yeah so i think i'm at the stage now where if the clock is past 12 o'clock i i can't i can't work anymore no i don't know about i think you stay up till there's been times where you're going to sleep and i've been waking up i mean i haven't done that in a long time not gonna lie um that was over the summer and probably a few weekends where i I stayed up until about six in the morning just uh designing or, or playing xbox or just just doing nothing really you know but yeah it's uh it's not great but i find that's when i do my best work funnily enough so, so, so for example my day tomorrow i've got a few clients and i'm on shift as well so i'm gonna to start work at six yeah finishing at 11 nice um so yeah the idea, is, right? pardon 11 in the morning you finish no p.m at night Okay, right, so yeah, a long bit. <laughs> so, yeah. so what's your, right. have you got gaps in between that? I've got a small gap, which the theory is training, lunch, shower, start again. Mm. So it's a few hours to myself to kind of fit a me time, but... Chin so, out, yeah. mate. 
Friday's always quite nice. That's what you get for working full time, boys. I myself <laughs> pride myself on being a part time worker. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Just work at the first four hours in the day and then the last four hours in the day. I just, I just couldn't. But you've got some big plans coming up, haven't you? Um, I don't know if you've spoken much about it on the podcast. My, my own too. personal plans. Your own personal plans mm. for uh, what's coming up in the near future. Oh, boy, that's a, that's a whole separate. That's ex- I mean, it's a separate thing. I was going to ask, James, how do you feel when you haven't slept as well? Do you feel like you're able oh, to gross. do better work the next day? So, um, can you go depends. without sleep? Do you know what? Like, it really does depend. Um, I can probably live off five hours sleep um, and be fine the next day. But do I feel good for it? No. I mean, do do I feel good if I slept for twelve hours? Yes, but then but then there's an extent where if I'm sleeping in the weekends until about one two o'clock, which I do, you know, more often than not, uh, I feel like I wasted half a day. You know, yeah. from those hours of seven till twelve or one or however long, that to me is wasted time. So yeah, I guess that's just a part of growing up. To be honest, you know, it happens. I, I used to love staying in bed. Now not so much, uh, but I do love enjoying my weekends and just just chilling out. So yeah. Just for that catching up on that sleep. I know I exactly. like you. I like I definitely pre-lockdown. I thought, yeah, five hours sleep. That's perfectly acceptable. Mm. And it's only since going through, especially that third lockdown, where I made sure I was sleeping probably eight hours a night. Yeah. Probably going to bed about yeah eleven. W- waking up naturally at six seven. So yeah, probably getting your eight hours in. Of course. Knowing how I felt in that time, being able to train optimally, sleep optimally, eat optimally, how good I felt doing that mm. it's only when I've come out of that and I'm maybe not eating as well not sleeping as well I'm realising how much I'm realising the difference well I guess from a personal level you see it massively um, but also from a work perspective I'm sure you bang on to your clients about how much sleep you get because that's a massive factor in you know in, 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 in success that you see at the gym and obviously it all comes down to diet and then uh, gym plays somewhat part in that um, often not but yeah it's a, sleep's a big factor um, I know you've banged on about that quite a bit so I mean I, I do tell my clients but it's at the stage now where they'll kind of tell they're telling me to sleep more <laughs> They yeah. they know the importance of sleep, and I'm there going. They're reminding you. I had five you hours are, last night, and they go, "Joe, you need to sleep a bit more." <laughs> you're the opposite of an advocate of sleep. You uh, you don't necessarily practice what you preach, but, but yeah, when you tell sense. people, they they think I struggle to get to sleep. But I have no issue with falling asleep, and no mm. issue with the act of sleep. And I don't know if it's the same for either of you. But actually, sleeping, I'm really good at. But oh, yeah. I've not heard of this revenge bedtime procrastination. I think that's what I I do as well. Okay, there's always something else I can do. A lot of people do it, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me. Like now, it's so easy to get distracted, right? So, you know, in the evenings, you're watching TV, you're on your laptop, you're playing games, you're doing whatever, you go to the gym, right? And then when it comes to bedtime, you can just easily sit on your phone and scroll for two hours on TikTok and you look up and it's like two in the morning, right? And it's like, how, where's that time gone? What have I done? Mm. And I look at it, I'm like, well, nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. I've watched pointless videos, but do you know what? I tell you what, as much as I bang on about TikTok, it's a great social platform, um, especially for mar- for marketing from a marketing perspective, and from a music industry perspective as well. Like you'll see so many famous TikTok songs in the charts these days. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, like a lot, I don't think a lot of DJs realise that there's so much opportunity to be had in TikTok. Um, I think TikTok, where it's quite simple as well in terms of where it's short videos, it's catchy, mm. and then you like realistically, you might say a part of a song. And then suddenly that's stuck in your head, and then eventually you end up listening to the whole song. So it's 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 
new information, right? So it's just yeah. like an old version of a Vine. Well, it's like the new version of Vine. I used to love Vine back in the day. Uh, before I think Twitter right. discontinued it. Before Twitter discontinued that a long time ago. Um, but you know what? You're scrolling. It's new information. It's something new. It's something new. It's something new. And people always want that new bit of information. Mm. You know, if, if you should really delve deep into it. But in reality, you're just watching nonsense so, for... Before we speak about fitness, where I've kind of got to know you more myself... Yeah. Question we asked to everyone so far. If you had to describe yourself as an... If you had to say you're an animal, which animal would you be most suited to? Ooh, this feels like a bit of an interview question, not gonna lie. Um, there's a lot of ways you can spin it. <laughs> but to, be, to, to, to dumb it down, a dog. I feel like I'm quite a loyal person. Um, very caring. I feel like I, I try to do my best as much as possible. Um... <laughs> Shits in the garden. <laughs> Shits in the garden, yeah. See? P- pisses on trees. Yeah. Um, no, I'd probably say a, a dog. If I had to name a dog, probably a Labradoodle. So, yeah. so I said similar, but mine was sort of like, I, I'm happy to run after a ball or something like that, like, like walks. So mine's a little bit more simple now, they've answered that, after you saying a lawyer so and stuff. So easily distracted then, and um, yeah, just here for the fun and games. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. So... Moving on to, well, I know a lot about your fitness background anyway, for, but for Matt... And oh, um, before you ask, ketchup is in the fridge. Is in the fridge. Is in the fridge. Is. You've been paying attention. Mm. What about chocolates that of interest? Fridge. Hmm. Yeah, no, if you get mm. a clean snap, you get a nice crunch. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like an Easter, an Easter egg, if you get a snap mm. on that. Or the, yeah. yeah. Do you not break it with your bicep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been on seen that with a little egg. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I don't intend to I do that. Did, I, someone replied to that question actually and they said it should be kept where it's bought. So if you yeah. buy, but then you buy ketchup. Ketchup's we, the exception, right? Because you don't buy that in the chilled section yet. True. That definitely goes in, in the fridge. But is mayonnaise in the chilled section? I feel like I need to go no, to the supermarket. Maybe it's a sauce kind of thing then. This is the same place. So you've got maybe this is some more market research. Yeah, this is, this is intense. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work this out one day. But it's a good debate. What are the other ones? Chuck one more in where else? Uh, I've got a question for you. Oh. If, if, if you were to be a meal deal, what, what would you be? But first of all, where, where would you get your... What shop are you going to? So there's a top Tesco's. tier. Tesco. 100% okay. Tesco's. See, we've, that's normally the best meal deal, right? Correct. But £3. Have, have you, you, you can get your £2.75 innocent smoothie yeah. or your whatever it is. Um, but yeah, Tesco's already. Have you ventured into the, the one-stop meal deal selection? Never. Because that—that oh. that is a game changer. Is it? That's yeah. like Tesco's on steroids. <laughs> no way. Do you reckon? Yeah, the, it's just it's everything's premium in there. You reckon? But James, as long as it fits your calories, do yourself a favour. <laughs> Track it. Track it. Go down to one yeah. stop sleep, after this. Sleep more as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, what's your answers? What's your answers? I don't so know. Well, based on what I think I am, not what I yeah. go for. Okay, so. I mean, you can spin it a very different way. I mean, if you want to be the boring old type, you can go for your ham sandwich, you can go for your bottle of water, and you can go for your ready salt crisps. Nah, nah. That is as plain as you Vanilla. Can That's like vanilla. plain yeah, missionary vanilla, sex. Just boring. Uh, so, not that. I'd go Monster Energy. Creeper. Yeah. Because normally, I've got a good bit of energy. Okay. In terms of the snack, it's a tough one. I'm now, I spend a lot of time in Tesco's looking at the meal deal. Just, just when you're bored, or oh, a bit of both. You've already been the one sort of great meal to be on a compare quick. Like, that's a that's a difficult question. Um, I think sandwich. Sandwich. I'd go for. Throw you off. 
sandwich. Like a triple or something. I'm a big guy. There's a lot of me. Anything anything triple related. Sure. And a snack. Maybe, I'm just thinking like a Whisper Joe or something. Bit of dark chocolate. No, no reason behind that. Just, just um, what, the sandwich. Yeah, I'm just going for the ham. It's, I'm going ham and cheese. You are, okay. you are boring. Because not because I'm boring. Vanilla guy. Yeah. Because I'm ha- I'm easily. Yeah, like it doesn't. I can, I can happily just go for a walk. Like if someone said, go for a day out, I could just go for a walk, grab a few drinks. And I don't the, need to. That's where the dog. Really yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want the dog as well. So that's, that's why I want. I, I want to be able to go for a walk with the dog. That links in quite nicely with Nando's order, which was plain chicken, chips, plain and peas. ish, plain it. No, they're not peas. It's a wrap. You get plain, plain chicken. Plain and ish. Chips. It's plain ish. There's the i. The ish is important. Rat. Uh, Look at the, the, the disappointment-in-his-face-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips-peri-salted-chips
uh, each week uh, doing HIIT workouts at home. I'm not going to lie, I'm not the biggest fan of HIIT workouts. I do love doing my work in the gym. It's just, it's, it's just where I found um, the most success, to be honest. Um, and, you know, f- from working at home nine to five to then finishing work, closing down my laptop and then working out from home. Like, I, I never got a chance to leave the house, but no, I really enjoyed it. Um, really enjoying it so far. It's given me an opportunity to be, like I said, more accountable for what I'm doing. So, yeah, keeping think, things in control. I think the biggest thing in there is you've lost a good bit amount of weight, but you've managed to, you've not changed your lifestyle. And no one can see, but you're actually sipping a beer at the moment. Correct. At lunchtime. At yeah, lunch, so. lunch beers. Always a risky game to play. But you you find that balance. And you, you've kept balance throughout. We've been out for a few meals. We've been out for a few beers. Uh, we've, you've not really changed your lifestyle too much. You've made small changes, no. and that's led to you feeling a lot better in yourself. Definitely. I mean, it's it's helped a lot with the mental. I'm not gonna lie. Like going from being in the office five days a week, seeing friends every weekend. But I've been such an active person. Not even from an exercise point of view, but just like in general, I love seeing people. You know, in my spare time after work, if I want to go out for a cycle, I'll cycle into Reading and I'll just sit there and just people watch. Just because I love being like a part of like just watching people, people watching. Like, that's what I love doing. Um, just gives me time to reflect on what I'm doing. But yeah, so hit pretty hard. But yeah, it was. Um, it's been it's been good to sort of see that drop. Feel better in myself. Feel a lot more self confident. Um, yeah, enjoyed the journey so far. Obviously, it's not over just yet, but. You know, I'm a much happier place than I was before. So, yeah. What? Um, so going back to the very start, what make you? What made you actually want to reach out to? I know you know you knew him as a friend and stuff, but what made you think I want to make a change? Just what? made the most sense to me, to be honest. Like I wanted to do something about. I didn't want to just sit on my house all day um, and do nothing. I wanted to have some sort of a plan in place. Um, I work best when I've got a list of things to do or like some sort of a, a regime to follow. I'm a very regimented person. Um, and that and that's what I love doing. So I reached out to Joe because I appreciate he was, um, like I said, you, you were pushing things offline, uh, taking things from remotely. So just wanted to see what options were available and ended up finding a plan that, that worked quite well. So yeah, enjoyed it, involved you know, the different exercises. Um, would really recommend a plan actually. So yeah, that's, that's, that's one, one thing I would say. It's um, given me a lot of control, um, a bit more of structure of what I'm eating. Uh, not necessarily changing the diet too much but yeah one thing you said obviously in terms of you enjoyed the journey I was mm. thinking I always said to all my clients you'll never reach the end goal because no. the goal will always change yeah it'll, it'll always change but just the process is the best part mm. same as when you learn to do something for the first time you're like oh well, glad to do that all that sort of stuff so it's good yeah. that you're obviously enjoying kind of during the first lockdown, how did you find it when you were in gyms again? So when we opened back up again, I loved it. I'm not gonna lie, like I was in the gym six days a week, having one rest day. I feel like I pushed it too hard. Like I was so excited to get back and having like that regime of like, just going back. And um, I go to the one in Calcutta, actually, the Pure Gym, a really good gym actually. It's only just opened up recently. Um, so everything's state of the art. It's all brand new. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed getting back. I feel like I pushed it too too hard, too quickly. Um, but again, you know, I love getting back in the gym. It's um, it's got a lot of benefits. So I've seen that with quite a few people, though. I don't know if it's the same where you work, Matt, but a lot of the trainers where I'm at, myself included, we all kind of went back all guns blazing. And mm. for us, we were fortunate to be able to do some training in the lockdown. So for us, it was just coming out of 
exercise and doing nothing else to exercise and then working again. Have you, have you ever around? found that? So, so from being, so have to probably getting some a little bit of time back, right? So instead of having to do all that traveling to seeing people, going to the gym, how how have you both found that? I mean, personally, being back, in, being, being back to the gym on a, on a not a full time basis, you obviously got different hours, but how how have things been different? Like, is there anything different now, or how are you enjoying the overall experience now being back in gyms? I think personally, the atmosphere is is much more positive where we are. I don't know if that's just because it's a smaller gym. There's not a lot of members. It's mainly boot camp based, but everyone just seems... I was basically told on the first boot camp back, do whatever you want because they'll be appreciative of what you're doing. And that's kind of stays. I think we're into the seventh week now, coming to the end of that. And everyone's still very, very positive and... I don't know, again, it might just be the gym where we're at, but it doesn't feel... You almost forget about what's going on outside. Yeah. It's quite a relaxed on the rules, no masks. Yeah, you're keeping your distance, but everyone everyone's quite friendly with each other, and it's starting to feel like it was pre, pre-lockdown, but the biggest difference being that everyone's very, very grateful to be back in that gym uh, training. I, I don't know what it's like for Matt, given... I- the yeah, environment you're in. I, you stole the words from Alfred. I think everyone is definitely enjoying seeing people again. I think the one thing what you said about kind of being out for a while, come back in, I think the main thing was almost just kind of being nice to clients. Because mm. for me, I wanted to like get back in and just push them really hard. But where I was fortunate to do stuff over the kind of four months, for them, they might have had any weight. So suddenly it was kind of nothing to everything again. It's that first kind of like you might find that first week or two you're a bit sore because your body just isn't used to it because you haven't done anything for however long. So it's getting back into the swing now. Everyone's doing well and just nice being back and nice feeling normal. If anything, it's almost more normal. Just everyone's just cleaning machines instead of just walking away from them. That's the only real change for me. I've mm, noticed yeah. everyone's probably for the best as well. That probably which you should have been doing anyway. I think which is something kind of it's concerned actually. Before. How much gym it sort of makes you realise, doesn't it? Like yeah. how things are different now. Like, like even if you look at it from like a different basis, like blowing candles on a cake, you're blowing your, all your saliva onto a cake, and then for people to just dish it up and eat it. Yeah. That that seems weird now. Oh yeah. Someone yeah. said to me, I remember, I think it was in between, in between one of the locked. I I think it was between one and two, and I <laughs> started to go to Nando's. I got into a routine of going to a Nando's every Monday night. And yeah. uh, the guy I was going with knew one of the girls that worked there. And obviously the more mm. we came, the more we started to talk to her. And she was saying how, you know when you go to Nando's, you everyone refills their cup from the same bit? Yeah. Well, that, you can't do that because of COVID. And you I don't know how unsanitary that was, where you, you're all sipping out the same like the cup, yeah. then you're putting your lips on that yeah. that little metal bit. I tell you what, though. Do you know what? Then, I do enjoy it a lot more now. Like, from a... Sorry, sorry to buy in, um, But just, like, in a sense where I can order a drink and someone will bring it over to me. I'm not standing at the bar. Oh, yeah. Right? A it table almost, ser- everything's table service it now. Gives, I think it gives Nando's a whole new edge. I, th- I think they'll keep it. <laughs> I think <laughs> edge. I think they'll keep the way they're doing it now. And I think it's so yeah. better. I'll tell you what it does mean, though. And I noticed this when I went out. I mean, do you know you go to Nando's before? If there's two, so let's say you went on the first date, for example. When are we going? We, well, we can go. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're taking a girl on a first date to Nando's, may, oh, take I, for a walk, grab a coffee. May have, may have done that at some point. Take a ball. Yes. <laughs> but it means it means that you ain't got to pay for their food all the time because they can you can order it themselves. Order from the app. Yeah. Oh, Wednesday's down. Do you mind paying for? That's what I made Robin do anyway. You can pay for your own food. <laughs> oh God. Shocking. Nah, I'm messing. So, 
we said we'd keep you about 35, 40 minutes. We're coming towards the end of it. Uh, it's all right, mate. I've enjoyed the chat. The, the question, we've asked a few people recently, and I quite like it as a question, but it might get we're you thinking a little bit. Years. No, we're not quite. No, 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 no. It's better, better than that. So, what do you think, James? Or what bit of advice do you think James, ten years in the future, would give to you now? Just keep your head down. Um, don't stress about the small stuff. If um, a lot of people do a lot of worrying nowadays, um, especially with social media, it's not a great place at the moment. Um, I mean, I've not posted on my personal account since back end of November. Partly because I haven't had anything to, to post, um, but also partly because I just, I've fallen out of love with Instagram, even though it's a key part of what I do from an outside basis, right? Uh, and for you guys as well to help grow your business. That's something that I've, uh, I've just like fallen out of love with at the moment. But if I was to give myself a piece of advice, don't sweat the small stuff. Are you going to think about it in 10 years? Like this, this small thing, you might, it might be the biggest thing in the world at the moment, right? You've messed up at work. Um, you know, something's changed in your life, but in 10 years, you'll probably be a lot more grateful for it and be in a much stronger position. So don't sweat the small stuff. Um, you realise how small we actually are if you compare ourselves to the size of the universe. So, yeah, enjoy what you've got. And, um, yeah, that would probably be my advice. Similar question to Joe's, but if mm. what advice do you think seven years ago would have been handy to know now that you didn't know then? when you started in this industry? If someone would have said, oh, by the way, this book, like, give you a quick bit of advice, what would you say? Get your, hat, get your head stuck into everything. Like, just completely, just get involved. Like, you're so, so up back then, so I'm 24 now, right? So I started my career when I was 16. If I was to give you a piece of advice, I would use that time to do as much as you physically can in different areas. Like, if you want to take up a hobby and you don't think it's going to be successful, try it. If not, you've got time. I'm 24, I'm still young. I've still got time to make these mistakes. Um, people are human, right? So, again, I'm sure it's the same for you, Joe, if, if you were to ask the same question. Um, if I was to talk to a 16, 17-year-old Joe, what would uh, the advice I'd give you? Oh, what, he'd what be clueless, mate. Yourself? He'd have no idea. Yeah. Uh, right. 16, 17-year-old Joe would probably just be go to the gym more. Mm. Think girls want big muscles. That's probably what 16-year-old Joe would say. <laughs> Yeah, information sponge for me, right? So soak up as much much information and as much experience as you can from people. In a way, I'm glad I didn't go to uni. Um, do you know what? I would have loved to put the party inside of uni. Um, yeah, imagine going to be, uni and not doing the partying. Yeah, imagine. That'd be stupid, wouldn't it? Fat hell being dished out there. Um, but no, just soak up as much information as you can. You're young. You're allowed to make mistakes. It's going to happen. You know, if, if you don't make mistakes, you're not human. So, yeah. Well, it's like when people change kind of what they're doing from work, whether they're 20, 30, 40, you, you, can, you can always, like, time. Time, you can always change. There's never, there's never a right time to do something. No. You just have to do it. It's true. You know, you, it's like, I hate giving the lottery analogy, but if you don't buy a ticket, you don't win a raffle. Um, and if you don't try something, you'll never know if you like it or if you're going to be successful at it, you know. If you give yourself a year, two years to try something, or even if it's just, like, a bit of time, just just, just go for it. Like, follow something that's in your passion is one thing. Um, and I'm glad that I found marketing uh, and designers to be part of that. You know, I found a company that I really love working for. Um, and outside of work as well, like, I really love doing the design stuff. So, 
Yeah, it's um, soak as much information up as you can. There you are. And have fun in the meantime. And that's a good way to end. Perfect. Matt, any closing remarks for us today? No, it's been good. It's been nice to kind of have more of an informal chat, talk about Neil deals, mm. Nando's. He's not that bad, is he? I hate some nice lad. Um, also <laughs> oh, nice about fitness as well. <laughs> and I've learned different stuff. And again, a completely different industry that me and Joe are kind of used to, which is always the main thing we want to learn more. And like you said, be a sponge. We've I've learned stuff in you today, which has always been nice because you can mm. always learn from anyone. So that's no, been good. And any of you? On my side, no, mate. I um, just appreciate being on you, you guys reaching out, bringing me on the podcast. It's, uh, do you know what? It's nice to see you guys bringing on different people. Um, obviously you had Duck on the podcast you've got a lot of fitness guys in there um, and even just like more informal chats with yourself so keep doing what you're doing um, and, and if you love what you're doing you'll um, see some success from it I'm sure we'll try to keep up the good work uh, so anyone that's made it this far thank you very much for listening uh, we really do appreciate it uh, James thank you for giving up your time well, we also appreciate that Matt sorry again for breaking your driveway light <laughs> Um, Absolutely shocking. Thank you for listening, guys, and we will see you all very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.